Hello, hello, hello. Test, check, check. Hello, we're there. Uh, welcome into the Eric Central Podcast. My apologies if the video is herky-jerky and weird. Hopefully the audio maintains. Hopefully the video doesn't look like a seizure. Uh, the show is happening from Fear Bunker North. Uh, about 180 miles away from beautiful West Michigan in um, northern Michigan. Essentially the middle of nowhere. Surrounded by a vast forest. Uh, it's humid as hell. I don't know why I'm wearing the hoodie. Brought the dogs up here. Uh, my dad's going to be coming up. I'm excited about seeing him. And uh, on the way up here, actually, I'm going to save that. You need to know that as I walked into this old trailer, this is a 1951 Pontiac Chief. I don't really know if it's uh, considered a mobile home or a travel trailer. But it, I still have the uh, original uh, manual that um, the owner's manual and uh, the illustrations are hand drawn and they, sh and they depict a family in like a station wagon pulling this. I think this thing is like 40 feet long and it's heavy. It's made from so like, like actual wood and uh, aluminum. I can't imagine a 1950 something station wagon pulling something like this down the road. I know they had trucks back then, but it was a different time. So I don't know. I think you had the opportunity to move it once. And then that was it. Uh, my dad sold the axles off it for like a couple cartons of cigarettes and a case of, a case of Schlitz back in the day. So it can't move. I think the only option here, if you ever wanted to get it off of this property would be to cut it up into pieces or throw a Molotov cocktail in the window. But it is actually pristine. Um, my dad stays in here. And uh, it's been here since before I was born. Uh, this piece of property I bought off of dad when he was realizing that his dementia and his Alzheimer's was consuming him. And he said, I got I to gotta get rid of this. He sold it to your old pal, Easy. So here we are. Now, before I get to the big story, I, I'm not going to make you make you wait long on this, but... Uh, to talk about what happened on the big boomer bunker show yesterday. But I, I kind of want to make sure that we get as many people in here as possible because I don't want to be catching people up during the story. But uh, I walk in here and the first thing I always do is check for mice. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, uh, this has been an ongoing battle. And recently... I'm pretty sure I discovered the point of entry for the mice. Pooh Bear has said she will never, ever spend a night in here until we go extended time with no mice. And every time I've come up here, I've found uh, mouse carcasses in the traps, um, mouse shit everywhere. I've found elaborate uh, mouse nests where they've bred in cabinets in this oven over here. I opened it up one time. It's a big-ass nest uh, drawer. They're, they're getting in. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? 
So I finally, I thought, located it. And, um, well, I'm happy to report that uh, we now have two, two ventures up here with no mice. I came in here, checked the traps. None of them were sprung. No evidence of mouse turds anywhere. And uh, so that's a, that's a fucking victory right there. Uh, I, I called Pooh Bear and I said, uh, Pooh Bear, there's uh, no mice. And she said, you're lying to my ears. And I said, no, I wouldn't do that to you. I'm telling you, no mice. I, I don't expect you to, um, you know, want to spend nights here. But I'm just letting you know we have two, now two moments where the mice, uh, where there's no evidence of mice. Fingers crossed. Kenny says, basically, Diana will never be staying back inside that thing ever. Um, as of right now, still true. Still true. Uh, fortunately, um, we have the motorhome, and that is the uh, base. I'm actually sleeping in that. I, d- I don't sleep in here because I brought up four dogs. And um, one of them right now is not in uh, your line of sight, but is in mine. And that would be Darla. I don't want to leave Darla alone. The other three dogs are in the motorhome, enjoying the morning. Darla, I don't really want to leave alone, but I bring her in here and she starts raising hell. And, you know, this is a puppy, so she wants to chew everything. I'm like, okay. Uh, And then it dawns on me, fuck. Like an idiot, I brought zero chew toys. Zero. So you got to improvise. Walking around here. Fuck am I gonna do? This dog needs something to chew on. And uh hanging up on the wall, you can't see it right now, is a spot for five uh kitchen utensils. And uh all those spots were occupied. Uh not anymore though. I took this plastic spoon and uh she is now chewing on the plastic spoon at Darla. On the plastic spoon as we speak. It's like a hard plastic, and so it's actually perfect. So she is, I gave her the spoon. I said, here you go. Destroy this. And she's doing it. And she's silent and content. That's what puppies do. Champions improvise, ladies and gentlemen. Maureen says, give her a stick. No, are you, what the fuck is wrong with you? How could I, you know how easy it is for a dog to chew through a stick and then uh, uh, bits of timber go into the dog's stomach? The plastic holds together much. This is hard plastic. Much harder to rip apart a plastic spoon than would be a dumb stick, you ding dong. I thought, don't you care for dogs? Do you go out in your yard and give your dog sticks? No. Come on now. The dog has to shit that out later on if it doesn't perforate its intestines. Holy cow. Hang on, coffee. All right, a little bit of background. Um, I plotted and executed a ruse, um, on the podcast in an attempt to see if, or, uh, if it was taken the bait, how quickly it would be taken. And it was taken very quickly. Um, now not a lot of back, uh, background because it's boring as hell. A year ago. A dozen or so audience members um, where we got into a massive fight 
There was a huge brawl. They left the show. I banned them. And then that was it. It was ugly. It's known as the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022. Came and went, and that was the end of it. Uh, I could go into the gory details, but um, and some of it will come out as we talk, but I want to keep this hilarious as much as I can. Um, there are some things that I will dispute based on what I'm about to play for you. But um, basically, it ended... It got ugly, and then this group of people is gone. Now, I mean, truth be told, many people who enjoy the show, they're like, oh, thank God. Um, the way the chat was at the time, it was horrible, and a lot of people hated it. And I was getting frustrated with it too, but at the same time, I was like, well, I don't know how to – I'm not really – having success in getting this to settle down in a particular way. Um, so while still searching for that, there ended up being this massive blow up over a uh, boring Dean coming to my house and uh, that set me off. And then once I lashed out at Dean over that, um, this pocket of people sided with Dean. Now you got to understand the people that we're talking about here are people who aren't really in the target audience of this show in its current state. You know, we're talking about people who believe that like sound of freedom is a documentary. Okay. Uh, fucking, they love playing Jason Aldean, uh, while hanging effigies of black people, uh, up at uh, bonfires and shit. That's a joke. Relax. Uh, Tyler says, I just listened to that portion of yesterday's show and raised an eyebrow, LOL. Of course you did. That's called bait. Stand by. Because you know better. Um, this group, uh, not exceptionally bright, all fairly dim, uh, nice. Uh, when you're in the, on the same page as them, but as we got off the page, things weren't so nice. Um, after the great Zaniac exodus, uh, you know, that was it. We had um, people that supported on Patreon and they went away and that's it. Not a gigantic deal. Um, they've been replaced. Whatever. Who cares? You know, life goes on. So, um, now in part of my bait yesterday, I was indicating, um, yeah, I, there, uh, supposedly the next Michigan get together. Well, that's not going to happen. Well, of course I knew it was going to happen. Of course I knew that it happened. I heard from two or three people that, um, some of the former show members were traveling to Michigan and, uh, Kate in New Jersey and Melinda and Jessica, uh, I believe. We're going over to Mike Pellerito's and all these former former listeners. We're getting together for a uh, party, and they were commemorating. I can't even say it with a straight face. Commemorating the day when they were outcast. And, um, well, that's cute. I, I said nothing. Uh, then... Um, 
somebody tipped me off that one week ago on the aforementioned Boomer Bunker show, uh, these two gentlemen talked about your old pal EZ. Now, these two guys used to listen to the show. They both subscribed to Patreon. It was, it was fine. Um, but they developed a kinship with that show prior to the blow up with my show. In fact, I used to raid their channel. They used to go live right after me and I would say, Hey, go still check out the boomer bunker. And, um, the boomer bunker is, um, you know, part of that, uh, QAnon right wing. So you can see where we wouldn't jive. The writing was on the wall. So when, when the Zaniacs, former Zaniacs were outcast, they were all in on the Boomer Bunker show. Whatever. No big deal. Um, time passes. About three, four months ago, I, I get an email and a message from Patriot Nick. I'm backing up even further. And I swear to God, I, could, I don't even know if I can get it, but I might have deleted it. But he sent me an email, and, it's, and his words were, I want you to know that I've forgiven you. I have forgiven you. And then he put a Bible verse on there. And uh, he wanted to um, let me know that I was forgiven. And I was like, well, I'm not going to acknowledge this, nor am I going to talk about it, but I am now. Um, because, you know, it's usually not the way it works. Typically, there's two sides to every story. And uh, we had both said terrible things to each other. So if you're going to extend an olive branch, the uh, chain of command, the hierarchy, if you will, usually results in, hey, um, we need to put this behind us. I'm sorry. How do you feel about that? And I would have immediately said, you're right. I'm sorry. I alluded to this the other day. Bleeding Heart Brian reached out to me uh, and he said that. And I immediately responded with, you're right. I don't know what the fuck we were fighting about. And then now we are on the same page. Great. I'll, I'll, I'll offer that to anyone. So, okay, fast forward to last week's Boomer Bunker show. And now at this point, I know that they're getting together at Mike's house for a Sound of Freedom watch party and whatever QAnon bullshit they do and ingesting lots of chemicals and being overly intoxicated and then getting in their cars and driving home or whatever it is that they do. I don't know. Um, Tyler writes, quote, I forgive you for being a psycho fuckface, LOL. Corey says, cringe, Nick. Uh, while I was, um, we were leading up to this, last week I talked to Stevie and she knows about this get together and um, Stevie thought she was a neutral party so she reached out to Jessica from Tennessee and said hey I hear you and Melinda are coming to town and that's what she wants to say I want to I want to get together and Jessica picks up the phone and Stevie says hey and she goes who is this and Stevie says, it's Stevie. How are you? I hear you're coming to town. And she hangs up on Stevie. Stevie's like, uh-oh. And I go, she tells me that. And I go, oh. And I go, 
what happened? She goes, I don't know. Hold, hold on. Darla. Hang out. She's eating something. Stand by. Okay, this is the spoon, and this is the part I just fished out of her mouth. Plan B. Well, I guess that's that. I guess I should have given her a stick or something. I wish somebody would have suggested that. Um, Stevie also uh, revealed to me that sexy voice Andrea uh, reached out to her and said, I thought you were my friend. Huh. I thought we were friends. Now, Stevie, I go, well, what did you do? What did you say? Did you um make a comment or a joke in the chat? And she goes, I don't know. I guess that's possible, but um, they threw her under the bus, and I guess they're mad at her. All right, whatever. It sounds very uh, childish right now when I describe it. I, I realize. Okay, so um, yesterday, now last week, I get tipped off that the boomer bunker has uh, shots fired. And what what's going to happen here is uh, John's talking and uh, Pellerito sends uh, pictures of how he is decorating his property. This is crazy. This is fucking nuts. How he is decorating his property at the We Hate Eric Zane Don't Cross the Line party. Hand to God, that's the party. If this wasn't proof that I made the right decision by distancing myself from these maniacs, I don't know what is. They drive from long distances to go to Mike's house where there's scarecrows constructed of me on the property with my face on it. Correct. Holy shit. And Mike sends the pictures along to their show while uh, Bob's talking about whatever, or uh, John's talking about whatever. Well, Bob puts it on the screen, and then John, who... John doesn't know anything. He wasn't involved in any of this. The only thing John knows is what he heard on my podcast. And I I guess that's enough, but he's completely taken the, um, all of the narrative and, you know, he twisted it around to be his own convenient story. And that's fine. I do that all the fucking time. So, uh, you have to excuse me because I really want to get on a solid roll with this. But Darla needs assistance again. Stand by. Do not go anywhere. Holy shit. All right. And just be warned. If she starts to lose her shit again, I'm going to have to actually pick her up and put her in the uh, in the other camper. Um, so let's get after it. This is last week. On their show. Um, We pick it up with Bob. And you can actually see Bob smirking. Because he has the um, 
the image of one of the Eric Zane scarecrows. And they're literally all over the property. My images in, in scarecrow form. Okay. Is that funny? Yes. Very funny. Is it crazy? Of fucking course. This is a year later after it was just a breakup. You know, you did something I don't like. I did something you don't like. Who cares? So, uh, that now Pellerino, he is known to go the extra mile. He will absolutely go far to, uh, to continue to, um, to go for a laugh and to be as crazy as possible. Would go and say, guess what? We're going to try to disprove this. And they, if they could disprove it, then, okay, it wasn't true. You don't have that anymore. We say it's this way. And if you say anything, you can shut the fuck up. What is this? Mike's, uh, uh, Mike's uh, DMing me this right now. <laughs> this is... Uh, no parking at, at this line. No parking. And there's Eric. <laughs> okay, there you go. So That's the big reveal. Now, honestly, um, prior to what John's about to do here, I wasn't going to acknowledge it because there was there was a lot of discussion on the um, uh, former Zaniacs United page. There was this, and there was all sorts of chitter chatter about uh, me making fun of that kid at the uh, county commission meeting, and there. They were all offended by that. They were, oh my God, they were so distraught. And just for the record, that joke that I made, they would have loved that joke before they were so hurt. But now it's like, oh my God. (gasps) Holy shit. I am so upset. I am so offended. Oh, for the love of God. And they're, they're really bummed out about that. So I was following along with that all last week. Now, the only one in that group that I will actually um, give some intelligence to is Craig Danitz of Clearwater, Florida. Craig wants to attack me, but he often stops himself and says, let's stop talking about this. He's going to use this for content. And he's correct. However, I wasn't committed to it by just Facebook messages on Castaways United because, but when I get audio video proof, then I start, hmm, what do I do? I don't know. So I sat on the video that I'm playing you right now for one week and I wasn't going to eat. I was already forgetting about it until last night. And then I I, I was, after I saw, and you're going to see it all. After I saw yesterday's video, I was like, I was walking around and I go, should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? And um, I said to myself, I'm going to, but I'm not like mad. I'm not like full of rage. I'm pleased because um, yesterday, I threw it out in a bombastic, ridiculous way. None of it was true, of course. And that's, I had to do that in order to get what happened yesterday to happen. And I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. 
I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize. Let's go to, um, let's go back to one week ago. They're, they are exploring the Eric Zane scarecrows at the Pelorito residence. There's Eric sitting there making sure nobody goes over the line. No one crosses the line. There's more. I got to look and see what they are. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is at Mike's house. This is okay. So, okay. Now at this point, funny, uh, whatever. But then John, uh, John and Bob, uh, unload. Now John's the unloader. Bob is, Bob is Bob. Um, introvert doesn't really have a lot to say when he does it's there's not a lot of brain power behind it i mean i'm not and i know that that sounds mean and insulting but okay uh jamingo actually i think is pretty bright bob is not uh the former zaniacs yeah it's the front of his driveway he says waiting waiting for people to get here yeah that and mike sent it along knowing full well it would be on the show this is all what they plan to do one year ago one year ago is when this happened and they're having a fucking party to commemorate well all right and they've got scarecrows of ez everywhere is fucking hysterical so this all started back when uh dean crossed the line and went to his house and played a practical joke and then that became a thing and then little by little Eric went and alienated a bunch of his hard, hardcore fans. And thank God they came over here because they are the nicest, funniest people. Yeah, they're awesome people, man. Absolutely awesome. Boy, I people. wish we didn't live so far away because I these are these are these are this is a group I'd like to hang out with on a regular basis. Like yeah. Exactly. And that tells you what type of people these are. <laughs> Absolutely. Good good fucking people. So the Duchess and a bunch of other uh, fans uh, from Tennessee have all traveled up to Michigan. And Mike's having a party this afternoon. <clears throat> and it should, they should be getting there right about now. And Mike went out there and put a line and made a scarecrow and put Eric's face on it. That is fucking outstanding. Yeah, see, see, Eric lives in a cul-de-sac and he was having a big... So now they're going to go and gloss over and give you the basic details, which... They get about 10% of this story right. Honestly, I there's so much of it that I, I mean, if, if I really wanted to unpack it, it would be more annoying than entertaining, honestly. Um, but they get some of it right. Big shit on his show because I guess they were doing like a neighborhood yard sale and he was concerned because he wasn't partaking in the yard sale, but he mm-hmm. didn't want his mailbox blocked with all the cars, you know, the customers coming to these yard sales. Blocking his mailbox. So, does does Bob blink excessively? So Dean, being the hilarious human that he is, ball, another reason, another point where we divide. The bust ball breaking guy that yeah. he is went to went to Eric's. House. They they describe that moment as just a joke. Ball breaking. I beg to differ. Allison parked his car in front of his mailbox and. Now, in the drive, like in front of the driveway. So, yeah, so people come to my house. Dean would do that regularly. Um, just bang on the door unannounced. And I was like, eh, boy, okay. There was even one moment when he, um, and John's going to discuss it, but he gets it wrong. On Halloween, he sent his kid to the door and I opened it. I was like, wearing a mask. I was like, who is this? 
And then uh, Dean brought this up with Diana, and Diana reluctantly agreed to let him do that. And then Dean comes around the corner wearing a hockey mask and his chainsaw revving. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi, kids are like, holy shit, what's going on over there? Dean always thinks that these are great, funny things, and they're not. And um, I had become fed up with that whole behavior. Despite numerous conversations about, hey, can you please give me this buffer? I, I mean, anybody who's listening to me for any amount of time knows. Uh, stay away from my home. Uh, let's not do that. And it continued to happen. When it happened this time, I got pissed off. Yeah. So, so Eric Eric called 911 on him. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Dean got out and then they canceled. Or did he call 911? See, there's... There is there's uh, different stories where he didn't. He said he called nine one one, but he didn't. Okay, what he's talking about there is, and that's been the a long standing argument. And it, regardless, it doesn't make a difference. I, I said I wasn't going to rehash this, but I have to. When I saw Dean, and he was laying down in the front seat of his car in front of my driveway, and I pull up and I'm like, what the fuck? Did somebody actually do this? Holy shit, what do I do? Call 911. Precisely as they pick it up, Dean lifts his head up and starts vi- and is videoing my reaction. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I hang it up. I yell at Dean. I go, quit crossing the line. Get the fuck out of here. And he left. I went home, and then I started thinking. Do I need to call the cops and report this guy? I mean, is is this is this where we're at? Um, and I was angry. So I did. Probably 20, 30 minutes later. Now that turned out to be a massive bone of contention. Because Pellerito, who is a stalker as well. I shouldn't say that. Um, does stalker-like things from time to time does a FOIA and gets the 911 activity at about that time. And that first call, there is no record of it. So they are like, well, he's a liar. That is that is a bold-faced lie. And I'm like, well, no, I did. Um, but even if I was, what does it fucking matter? That's not the point here. Okay. Now, you can deflect all you want and have that be the big reason uh, that you hate me, but I, you know, I, can't, I can't convince you otherwise. So that's what he's referring to at this point in time. Call 911. He called 911 afterwards, I think. I, I'm, I can't really remember called the story. Twice. Whatever called twice. It was, it was a bitch-ass yeah, move. I couldn't keep it. I, I can't remember the story, but uh, you know, no, you can't. But, yeah, you're telling everybody what happened. And then he says it's a bitch-ass move. Uh, bitch-ass move. Well, all right. I, I, I disagree because Dean's a creep. Up with it. Yeah. Well, There's then a- after that, you know, that, that kind of opened the door for him to take a, take a shit on everybody who, you know, loves his show. Kate writes 911 was called much later. They were called twice. And then uh, Bob's mad because then, you know, I'm still going to be me. I am going to make you the butt of my jokes. All of those people. At that point, the gloves are off. All those people hate me. So who gives a fuck? You know, whatever. Donates to him 
you know, big fucking, you know. And I'm going to be stopping this a lot. Bob is like, yeah, they donate to you. Um, no, I don't take donations. I provide something. And if someone chooses to partake in it, that's up to them. I have never begged for money in any way. I do a show. And if it happens to work out that way where there's a monetary transaction, that's not a donation. I give something, they give something, you give something. That's how commerce works, Bob. Like supporters of his, both um, in... And this has been a longstanding thing. Uh, We've done so much for you, Eric. We did this for you. We support you. Correct. But if people do nice things for me on one day and then treat me like shit the next day, it's what have you done for me lately? And these numbskulls have never been able to process that. They've never been able to get it through their thick heads. They think that because they felt bad for me for a period of time and built me a studio and, um, uh, whatever, uh, whatever they did. You can just, there's a list, there's a ton of things they've done for me that that gives them carte blanche so that they always get a pass and that they can take liberties with me and treat me like shit. Well, I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. You know, being there every day, active in the chat. Um, the active in the chat was not a bonus. That was never a bonus. That was a distraction. As well as giving him, you know, money support. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, Nick. Nick but, is one of the guys that are yeah, very generous to to a fucking fault. This guy constantly is donating, you know, like uh, subs to his Twitch channel, all this stuff, giving him you know money, bits, all this stuff, and thousands, uh, thousands, and thousands, like thirty thousand dollars a year. Okay, uh, John just indicated that Nick gave me thirty thousand dollars a year. Nick has not earned $30,000 in his life. Okay. Give me a break. Mike did a lot of production for show uh, notes. Wrote him show notes. The show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, the show notes are back. Oh my God. A lot of the, a lot of shit. Yeah. For free. Yeah. You know, because he's a fan. He wanted to help. You also, uh, when he got fired from free, uh, beer, free and beer and hot wings, uh, they went over there and they took like this room that's over his garage and they made it into a recording station or <laughs> recording studio and, you know, did all this help. Hey, Nick. And, uh, and then how does he repay him? He just dumps all over him. Oh, yeah. well, then, then he, he shit talked to everybody. Right. And, the, and then he was, that part's very true. He's going after others for things that happened. That's how fights work, Bob. You moron. You should know. You're in one with your wife. You know, like people that like babysat or, or all this other shit, crazy shit that they, that, you know. I'm not, I don't know what that means, babysitting. I, and I've tried to piece it together in my head. And I think maybe one of my kids babysat Andrea's kids. That's the only thing that it could be because I think I should have my parenting rights take away, taken away if I had Andrea babysit, babysit my kids. Holy shit. People that have helped him left and right. 
And he just took a shit on everybody. And um, one by that's how it goes, Bob. I won. Yeah, one by one. But like, like made they act like I just wake up and um, go after random people um, for for doing nothing. So I I asked the members of the chat, how come I haven't attacked you? How come I haven't hurt you? Okay, this is classic uh, behavior by people that support a show like this. Again, these are not the brightest bulbs, okay? Uh, Jamingo has some intelligence. I'll give him that. He displays it regularly. And he is the ringleader of this, and he is taking advantage of it. Good for him. I'd do the same thing. A big Until, of course, it blows up in his face. Big thing in the show. Like, just, you know, calling people during his show and... And and you know make you know. I think I think uh, uh, Bob's motor is powered by blinking. I I, I think he I don't, he doesn't actually eat. I think he generates electrical impulses by blinking over and over again. Just making an ass out of him, that kind of thing. Trying to make him a like a, a lol cow or something. I don't know. Like you don't well, do that to your fucking listeners. Well, the, the thing was uh, disagree. I do that to former listeners, and I continue to. Was Sparky. So what happened was the neighborhood was having a yard sale. Eric's family was not participating, but they were all parked in the cul-de-sac where he lives, and they had blocked his driveway. So that so then he came on and talked about it, and that's what. But the what Eric would do was Eric started telling stories about Dean or what happened, and these you know these other people were like catch. Corey makes a good comment. He says, "I love the complete lack lack of tact." Response, taking responsibility for their part in this. You know, I mean, fucking lies. Like, they were catching him lies. And then he, then he turned his guns on them because he was lying. Oh, that you see, that is so, he is so full of shit. I've told you everything that's happened. And John's, you know, if I've ever, I mean, I admit freely when I attack someone. And I, I wholeheartedly accept the fact that I attacked them, and they deserved that. That's what. That's how you handle trash, uh, uh, white bigoted scumbags, and that's what these are. Well, like Dean had been to Eric's home; he'd had you know dinner with him, like that kind of thing. So it's, I mean, Dean was a a listener of the show, but he was a no, 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 no. He was at a barbecue I had for that group before. Prior to the blow up, we had a pool party, and they came over. That was the one where Tyler, who's right here in the chat right now, was there with his wife. I found out after the fact, not right away, that they left Tyler and his lovely wife. I go, why did you leave? He says, Dean was being very, very creepy to my wife, and she felt uncomfortable and unsafe. That was the time... Dean had dinner over my house. Ugh. Mild, I, I would say, like a family friend. Though. And I was trying to bridge the gap between normal people like Tyler and them. Because I kind of want, I, I had to be careful. I didn't know. I mean, because they, they did support me and they hadn't done, they hadn't quote unquote crossed the line uh, at that point. So I was like, boy, what do I do? You know, I'm kind of in a tough spot. Uh, I don't want to alienate them, but at the same time, this is weird. So I was grappling with that. So when this finally did blow up, I said, fuck it. That's when this all, I had been thinking it for a long time, but keeping it to myself. 
But then when it got really weird with all these stalker behavior, then it's like, okay, enough. And we're better off because of that. So it worked out. Almost at that point, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you eat dinner in, in my home. And yeah. I don't, and, and I don't throw you out. Then I'm, you probably safe to say that I'm a friend of the family. Um, he was an acquaintance, um, but and a listener. And uh, someone says, "What the hell did he do?" Uh, you know, I I can't speak for Tyler. Uh, he is here, but um, it. I don't know if it was a glance, if it was holding a gaze too long. It doesn't matter. Um. Uh, Tyler's wife felt uncomfortable and that kind of comes with the territory in interactions with him. It's never good. Never good. Amanda says, I mean, I, I never liked Dean, but never thought he was creepy. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe you're, uh, not to the liking of him. Maybe he likes Tyler's wife and, uh, I don't mean to sound mean, but maybe he wasn't, maybe he didn't want to have sex with you. I have no idea. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I know that you were the punching bag earlier this week and rightfully deserved. Oh my God. But you're back now and I love you for that. Your skin is thick. Their skin is not. Um, All right. Very refreshing writes. It's sometimes just a gut feeling when it comes to creeps. Amanda writes, what the fuck? All right, this show might be all about this. So this all goes back to Craig Danitz of Clearwater, Florida. You are correct. I, and again, I sat on this until last night. And then I said, I have such a wonderful amount of content here. I have to share this. I have to. So Craig called it, you know, he's not an idiot. Oh, shit. As long as I have my. I hit the wrong button. Especially powerful. You'd have a, a, a debate of this human that he is. Ball bust. Ball. Take a shit on everybody. And then how does he repay him? He had been to Eric's home. He'd had, you know, dinner with him, like that kind of thing. So, it's, I mean, Dean was a, a listener of the show, but he was a mild. I, I would say like a family friend almost at that. Point. I used to make excuses for Dean, too point right mm-hmm. i mean you eat dinner and in, in my home and yeah. i don't and, and i don't throw you out then i'm you probably safe to say that i'm a friend of the family right so does that mean he has carte blanche to do whatever he wants bob when he's at your one bedroom home or what okay. no. it, th- that could have been handled so so much better in so many different ways but for some reason eric just lost his fucking mind and still loses so, I, I have he's, he's like he's like uh oh yeah a year later, this could have been done way different. I don't know. Maybe uh, you weren't there. You weren't. You, you, you have no idea what happened. You have no concept of being able to relate to it. So I mean, that's very easy to say, you know. I haven't listened to a show in months. Dean was like always trying to come up with little gags, you know, right. for Eric yep. or to do to Eric for yep. the show, True. for content. Yeah. And, uh, one of them was he, you know, I guess Dean had contacted uh, Eric's wife. Yeah. Somehow they know each other in that True. way. I don't know. And uh, uh, I guess Eric has a, like a, a basement that his wife has been after him for years to paint. Yes. And he hasn't painted it yet. Well, Dean wanted to 
you know, go down there and act like he was painting the basement whenever Eric got home one day. Yes. And uh, yeah. I guess Eric felt that that was crossing a line or too far or something like that. Correct. Correct. Now, you see, you're all hearing that and you're going, well, what the fuck? Of course, that's crossing the line. <laughs> what a suggestion. And Dean would always be like, it's for the show. That's where that whole gag came from. He would actually say, yeah, it's for the show. Bob's like, yeah, no, that's that's cool. Okay, so now, since you're all normal, you're hearing that and you're going, well, that's it right there. Oh, my God. Uh, Amanda says, I thought it was funny as hell. Maureen says, LOL, Corey. Uh, Corey says, Eric is a voice that comes out of my phone. That's what the relationship, she's talking about the relationship. Um, Maureen says, wait, if they turn on them, then will they understand? I doubt that's going to happen. Corey says, didn't they dangle the $10 Patreon fee and they try to threaten you to talk about what they wanted? Uh, I don't remember the specifics. I do remember in in a a fit of rage, Pellerito did say, you want to lose my 10 bucks too? I was coming home from here. I was coming home from here when I called him. And he like screamed me down and motherfucked me. You want to lose another 10 bucks? Oh. You know what's crazy about this is I feel bad for my boy Joe Pellerito, Mike's brother, who's... You know, I mean, he's kind of caught in the middle. He supports the show. He listens, and he's been nothing but supportive. And um, so I'm guessing they don't talk about this. It's like we don't talk about politics, religion, or easy at the uh, Pellerito family gatherings. So. It was probably, uh, de-ma- you know, demasculating him where you know he's making him feel less of a man because no. his wife's got another man coming over okay. over to do manly chores that eric won't do okay now that's hilarious actually I, look he's laughing when he says it he knows he can't even say it with a straight face well he'll he'll almost cut off his own foot with a fucking chainsaw but he won't go and paint a basement what bob just said yeah <laughs> you you almost cut off your foot but you won't paint a basement Okay, are you suggesting that cutting off my foot is a chore that my wife wanted to do? Because uh, that doesn't make any sense. Again, Bob, uh, John, pretty funny. Bob is, okay, he's dim. Very dim. Yeah, Yeah, look at you. Look at you. You're going to do that chore of cutting off your foot, but then you won't go paint the basement? Well, yeah, well, that's the other thing his wife did. His wife had uh, Dean come over and play a practical joke during Halloween. Yeah. That's a joke. Dean asked. My wife reluctantly agreed is what happened. Again, did not want to offend. Thought, oh, all right, I guess. Was that he, Dean took the chain off a chainsaw, but still had it run. No, he still had the chainsaw uh, with the fully armed chain. And so he comes around the corner. <laughs> chainsaw is like going after Eric and Eric probably shit his pants. Oh, I would have shit little, my pants. A little. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with shit your pants when someone comes after you with a fucking chainsaw. But the it odd, happens. The odd thing about Dean is that he seems like the nicest guy when like we're hanging out with him, you know, where we're doing the video chats. He seems like such a 
well-educated, nice guy. Okay. Uh, again, Bob doesn't have the wits or the sensibility to pick out the flaws. Yeah. You know, well, good dad. Yeah. Okay. Now this is where it gets really good. Cause you saw um, John go, eh, and he kind of shook his hand. He's disagreeing with Bob. Now this is one of my favorite parts of all of this because They've done this full-on attack a week ago that, again, I didn't plan on talking about this, mind you. I was going to let it go until last night when they did it again. At this point, after all of these, fuck Eric, fuck Eric, Dean's great, Dean's great, listen to what Jamingo says now out of the other side of his mouth about Dean. Yeah. There's something, uh, although there is something th- with Dean. He's a, he's got a little, I'm going to say, a sexual deviance about him. <laughs> what just happened? Dean has a sexual deviance. Huh. You picked up on John. John, you picked up that he has a sexual deviance about him. Yet I'm the asshole because I don't want this man sneaking into my house and taking pictures with my wife. Huh. Now, those aren't my words. Those are his words. It's at this point that John has exhausted his awareness of the conversation. Remember I said he's got some smarts. Some. At this point... They're gone. Oh my God! You mean you like Nick? Talk. No, not as much. No, Nick is the, Nick's just a pervert, like right. in that, like his. Oh, okay. So you got a sexual deviant and a pervert, huh? I now these are their words, and we can't figure out why Eric's being an asshole to him. You know, we're supposed to be nice to sexual deviants and perverts. Ladies and gentlemen, the amount of restraint I had to have in the past week to not play this right here was ridiculous. I grappled with it for several days. Um, just because of the words that they say to indict these themselves. Oh, my God. They are literally doing the heavy lifting for your old pal, EZ. I'm just listening to the fucking thing with you. Oh, my God. Thoughts are gutter. Yeah, Dean's got this, like, sexual... And, and, and I'm not, I don't mean this in a bad way. How do you make it in a good way? But I'm just saying... Good question, Bob. Or John. I keep getting these two mixed up. I don't know how you take sexual deviance in a good way. Please, explain it to me. Hey, he's got that certain... He says things every once in a while where you go, wait, what? Correct. Thank you very much, John Jamingo, for explaining that your friend Dean is a sexual deviant and says weird shit. <laughs> deviant? Yeah, yeah a little, a little, there's a little I've bit. never really noticed that about him, so. Oh, you're, Again, you're dumb. You're in the same boat with him, to be quite honest with you. Oh, Fuck you. Like last night. You were sitting there talking about how big your cock was, and you could not stop. <laughs> I know it annoys you. Because I know it annoys you, so it's I just fine. was layering it on. I know. <laughs> it was funny. We don't kink shame. Hey, I kink shame. I definitely kink shame. I think he's getting a phone call now or something. Uh, 
Okay, Jimmy. Not the Jimmy. How do I turn this off? Okay. Mute. I just muted it. I, I would throw stones, but I have technical issues all the time. It's a potential spam. So that's every call for me, even when it's my <laughs> my uh, contact list people. Well, Duchess says wrong. What what's wrong? What did I say that was wrong? Did now, uh, Kate Creer is witnessing this, and now she's correcting John and saying no, he's not a sexual deviant. But not the, the Jimmy problem. That, no, no, that uh, that Dean has a little bit of a sec. He's got a little bit of a creepy. Every once in a while, he comes up with like a creepy vibe. So- I would like to have to take the time to put in further um, perspective and put a finer point on how much of a creep Dean is. But I don't have to. John's done it for us. He is doubling down when the woman that he wants to have sex with, Kate, is reaching out to him and saying, no, no, Dean's not a creep. And he goes, oh, yeah, he is. Maybe that that I'm is that what that I'm mean? a little weird like that too. I don't. I I, don't I just I do things for what a fucking uh, uh, Christopher Nolan M Night Shyamalan plot twist on this. This started out as anti Eric, and now they're mur- they're murdering Dean. Comical reasons, even if it only makes me laugh. Yeah, everything's a joke, man. I understand. Life is. Yeah, I know. That's what I do, Bob. Joke. Don't take life too seriously. At this point, John is texting back and forth with um, his lover, Kate, and about arguing. They're arguing now about how creepy Dean is. Because you never get you out of You can hear him rat-a-tat-tatting on the thing. He's fucking around with all of us, Duchess says. So, yeah, from what I could tell about uh, him. Yeah, no, I get that. I understand that he's doing it. It's 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 a joke. And I, and I would tell Dean, hey, enough. Enough. And he would never get it. Never. But it's got that it's got that creepy That's a triple down. He is now tripling down on it. Perverted vibe. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a creepy pervert. <laughs> yes, you did. You called him a sexual deviant, John. I'm just saying that since Am I how how can I be playing your clip? I, I mean, how can you're actually twisting it as you're saying it? How do you do that? The humor side of him. He can play one. A, yeah. Can, th- thank you, Bob. He oh. can play a oh, creepy okay. pervert. Oh, okay. I'm not saying he is yeah. a creepy pervert. Oh, okay. I'm saying he plays So it's up to us to figure it out when he's in front of our house. A very good creepy pervert. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like me. I mean, I nice I'm, guy. I'm, Love Dean. On this show, I'm but a, he's a sexual deviant, according to John. Complete fucking moron, right? But in real life, I'm just an actual idiot. Totally different. Correct. Tyler says he just Rick James us. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, Dean will be sending me pictures. You've crossed the line. Uh, uh, be careful. You don't know. Um, hang in there. Just wait. Um. Ryan says, this should be, who are these boomers? So I'm nearly an hour into this. This is probably going to be the show today. We have a lot to cover. I have yesterday's episode, too, where they ripped me a new one with Kate. And one of the audience members, who I already tipped off about this, who's watching right now, 
gets murdered. Holy shit. I've got a palate cleanser from Mike, but it's from like three weeks ago, or sorry, over a month ago. I don't know if I want to watch it. Duchess says, it's dark humor, but he's not a perv. That's Kate weighing in. She's had it with this slamming of Dean by John. Holy shit, look at this thing. Then into mainline. All right, that's that. Okay, so now we got to process that. Um, and then, yeah, Ryan says this is and should be Who Are These Boomers? A one-off episode of Who Are These Boomers is uh, as we review the Boomer Chunker Show. Excellent. Uh, didn't you make a parody song called Creepy Dean to the tune of Daydream Believer? No, no, no. I made a parody song um, to the song Creep by Radiohead. It was fucking great. Uh, All right. Now, six days ago is when that happened. And um, there was various conversations on the Zaniacs United page. And they were beating me up. They were having a good time with that. And they were beating me up because of the joke I said about the kid at the uh, commission meeting. And they, they couldn't get past it. They were like, oh. God, he's a pedophile. He is a pedophile. And I'm like, what? Those were the jokes that those people loved the most. So, I don't know. You can't, unless they've had some great awakening as to what makes them laugh. But, you know, when they aren't a fan of EZ, those jokes are not funny. They don't like that. Uh, All right. Sliding scale, I get it. You don't like me. That's how it goes. But I sat on it. I was quiet. And then um, yesterday, my pal Corey, known uh, on his podcast as Soft Weekly, is part of the In the Paint podcast. Corey is on that show with John Jamingo. John here does uh, uh, that show as well. And uh, Corey was listening to John's show yesterday and said, easy. Um, let's see. Holy shit. Jamingo is going after you. I said, he is. What's up? I haven't. Uh, I, I'm not listening. I, he says he was talking shit big time. I didn't get it because I thought you and him were cool. Uh, I'm clipping it now. I'd love to talk to you about it. So there you go. Um, then I watched what he suggested I watch. And we're going to watch it too. But before I do that, I need to um, uh, kick out the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you are watching on that, you're like, no, no. It's just getting good. Well, that's the way it goes. You know, I'm trying to get you to sign up for Twitch. Uh, Download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and you can get the show for free. Follow it so you know when I go live each morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, We go till about 10. And um, subscribe if you like. You can do that for free if you link up your Amazon Prime account. That way, if you're subscribed, that gives you the opportunity 
to get the show minus commercials because Amazon throws commercials in on their own to pay for the platform. I do not do that. And there's a lot. It's like nine commercials. At like random times throughout the show. Uh, so do that. Thank you very much. If you are following right now, I appreciate it if you've done that. Um, as well, send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Audio podcast, wherever you download shows, I am on all of them. Please subscribe, rate, and review if they have that option for you. And if you uh, are subscribed, you will get the show, the audio of what I'm doing right now, showing up in your inbox automatically. So that's not bad. That's how I do it. All right. So uh, Facebook, Twitter, or X, I guess, and YouTube, I say goodbye now. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Local direct sponsors, most of them. I appreciate them very much. It allows me to do what I do for a job. In fact, I do want to do a a full-on spot break here uh, for the sponsors. First of all, the open and live stream is brought to you by A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you to Senor Martinez for just signing up for another quarter of marketing with the easy show. If uh, you need your AC serviced, 616-516-8579. It's that simple. If you have not got that thing tuned up for the heating season or the cooling season, which we are in the throes of right now, uh, don't run it without that. You, you should still do it. Don't just like, ah, summer's more than half over. I'm not even going to be using the AC that much. Well, every time you use that thing without a tune-up or a service uh, in the rearview mirror, uh, like recently, it, it uh, makes that deal work harder, and it shortens the life of it. That is a finite lifespan on your AC. So keep it running appropriately. And besides, when it's not tuned and cleaned, it doesn't run as efficiently, so you're going to use more energy to cool your home. This is all just $79. That way you officially, quote unquote, have a guy. So that in the event that something does go south, you call that guy, Joe Martinez, or his son-in-law, David, will be sent out to help you. 616-516-8579. Another amazing sponsor is Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com, 616-532-6600. 6600 uh centered right in the middle of grand rapids michigan if you are on 44th street just a few blocks east of 131 there's a street called stafford that's where they are they recently did a renovation doubling the size of their uh, service base to be able to um, serve the public even more they offer free loaner cars early bird pickup late bird uh early bird drop off late bird pickup all there for you irvines.com er vines that's er vines.com Okay, next in this awesome saga, which I'm tickled about. Yesterday on this show, in a one-off moment, I stumbled upon the idea of, in my brain, it wasn't like I said, oh, I am going to talk about this now. I stumbled upon the idea of, um, oh, l- let me back up to the, to the Nick email. 
wonder if I can get it. I, I doubt it. I might have deleted it. I don't want to waste the time. If I get it, I'll share it with you at a later at a later point. He DM'd me on Twitter. Hang on. No. I don't it doesn't matter. He DM'd me and he was and he also sent me an email, and the email was like, hey, in case you missed this, here's what I have to say. And it, it opened with, I forgive you. I was like, Ugh, that doesn't feel right. And I explained it. And then he had a Bible verse. I was like, that's just weird. I can't, I can't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go down this road. Um, and I didn't want to say, um, well, you have to say sorry first. Because he does. Um, this guy put me through hell and back on social media. Um, not only when all that happened, but... Then when I got in trouble with a cease and desist from any old Joe, this dude, he was making accounts just to uh, tell me to go fuck myself and calling me a cunt coward and all. And I would just block him, block, block, block. And he's just going hard. So that ended. Fast forward to the I forgive you letter. And, uh, I could have said, well, you got to say sorry first. But I was like, fuck that. If he doesn't know better, like an adult would, no. So I ignored it. But um, then he followed up on Zaniacs United, or whatever it's called now, with, hey, everybody, um, I have decided it's a, a Bible study time. Now, I can't really fault anybody for wanting to do Bible study. But... You got to understand the mindset of these people. These are the type of people who hijack Christianity, who take Christianity and uh, mutate it to fit their own ideas and views of the world. Okay. Uh, Imagine QAnon, Oath Keepers, Storm the Capitol, shit like that. Uh, uh, Hating transgender people. If you were to go to that page... Every time you turn around, there's another uh, insult to transgender people. And they think it's hilarious. That's the ilk. That's the um, kind of like the uh, underbelly of this. That's that's who we're dealing with here. So at the end of the day, as more and more of that creeps in, and you get a lot of uh, wild, uh, and then uh, 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 they're all anti-vaccine, eat your ivermectin, all that crazy shit. Oh, my God. Um, After dismissing them, I'm like, boy, I'm glad I did that. Uh, I'm I'm embarrassed that I was trying to toe the line for extended time to keep them happy. But, um, you know, now that they're gone and I see that they always show their ass in that regard, um, I, I, I wouldn't want someone listening to me who behaved that way. I don't like that. But as of last night, I wasn't planning on saying anything, ladies and gentlemen. Maureen says, I'm blocked from that page. Ryan calls them MAGA extremists. That is true. Uh, Maureen says he forgives you, but doesn't apologize or ask for forgiveness from you, which I would have done that. I would have said, hey, forget it, man. No problem. 
In fact, yesterday I was being silly, but if today they said, hey, this is stupid, we got to work this out, I'm sorry. I'd say, fuck yes, forget it. So am I. I would do that. Um, so yesterday, I'm trolling. I go on here, and this over-the-top dynamic of, these are the people who are blocked. And I will allow them back into the fold if they bend the knee and beg forgiveness. Now, at the time, I thought, this might catch on. It might not. I don't know. A lot of times when I do stuff like that, I want to see where it goes. And But I didn't think it would take off as quickly as it did. Because hours later, um, John and Bob are aware of what has happened. And... They're, they're taking it like super literal. They, they actually believe that I believe that. And um, so when I got the information that uh, that John was killing me, I was like, well, fuck yes. So let's get after it. Uh, Kate is a uh, sidekick on the show. Um. I think that John and her are having sex a lot. Just a theory. A legend. Now, from what I gather with Kate, she does a lot minus her husband, Paul. A lot. And, you know, I often raise an eyebrow at that. You know, you got a husband and wife in really separate orbits. You know, if, if we're going to spec, if they're going to speculate, I, I'm going to speculate here. There might be something going on between those two. For sure, there's trouble in paradise with our boy Paul, who is the significant other, the husband, of Kate. So I'm just saying that. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, if we're in a, if we're in a throwing it out there mode, I'm going to throw that out there. You do a lot of shit without your husband. I mean, I'm attached uh, at the hip with my wife. I wasn't always, but that's a story for another day. Anyway. Uh, okay, let's get into this. They have now um, seen what I said yesterday when I was saying, you must bend the knee, and these are the people who are blocked. And they're going to, John has planned this to be a big part of his show yesterday. And yeah. kept going in there like like fucking 10-year-olds and flushing the toilet, like, look at the poop. You know, like. Okay, Kate is reviewing the hijinks that went on when she visited Michigan for the I hate Eric Zane party. It was <laughs> How loaded were they? They had to be like They were not not I, I'd like to Really? That. No. They're they're <laughs> a former uh, Eric Zane fan, so you know yeah. they like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bob from the guy who brought us yeah, he'll cut off his foot but he won't paint his basement gives us they're Eric Zane show, former Eric Zane show listeners, so you know they like shit. Bob, the fucking anatomy of that joke, you're saying your show is shit. Bob, stop trying to tell jokes. Okay? Yeah, that's twice now that you've bombed hard. Oh my God, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Kate goes, yeah. Mr. Decaf, it, uh, it definitely should have been like a, a full a sealed one for sure. Okay, she's referencing a uh, comment. Or sealed mask. So, yeah. okay, now it's important to note 
that there is a big insult coming towards one of the audience members. Before we get to the insult by John to one of the audience members that's enjoying this right now, very nice lady, you got to know that uh, Kate's hair is dark with a white stripe. Dark with a white stripe from, uh, I think it looks great, actually. I've always thought her hair was very, very pretty. Um, I still maintain that her hair is very pretty, and I maintain that she has an excellent voice, and I always loved her laugh. Um, But John is going to insult this audience member of mine, but he's going to insult Kate here at the same fucking time. Holy shit, John can't get out of his own way. First he calls Dean a sexual deviant, and then he's going to do this. The reason... Okay, so let me let me go back in the way back machine. Okay. Okay, so now he's going to rehash the whole all the shit that he did last week and what I've talked with uh, you today. Way back. A couple years ago, I melt down on a podcast, and it becomes all the rage. It went viral. Donut, 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 fat, fat, fat. It just happened to be uh, Cringe of the Week on WATP, who Eric Zane was a guest there, and he thought it was amazing. <laughs> you talking about poop? Sorry. Talk, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> talking about poop. Okay, I'm poop, guys. So then he takes it to his show, and then the, you guys seem to find it funny. And then I ended up going over to watch his show. And then, you know, being in the chat, I found all you guys. And just an amazing, amazing bunch of people. I mean, you and Nick and Mike and Lisa. I don't leave anybody out, but I mean, all of you. He didn't say Dean. Just an amazing bunch of people. Because the previous week, he called him a sexual deviant and a pervert. Three times. And then last week, we talked about how uh, Eric had lost his fucking mind. or I don't know what's going on with him. But he started one by one attacking his... Best fans, best fans. So yes, he did. Now, yeah, they 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 constantly harp on that. Like I was just doing it because I thought it was fun, and we've covered that. It couldn't be further from the truth. Anyone that I've ever been pissed off at, or yelled at, or banned, or blocked, I've done it because they've done something to me. Now, in some cases, I work it out. In other cases, I don't. Those are relationships. That's how it works. That's how it works. Like Kenny. I fought with him so many times. Why did I patch it up with Kenny? Because he's worth it. Because I value Kenny. It, it It's worth it to get into a fight with Kenny. It's worth it to get into a fight with Amanda. Um, it, it, it just has a, a, a higher plateau. But with these people, I'm like, well, they're all scumbags anyway. Uh, I got to just fucking cut and run. So fuck them. And this all, everything I've ever said came from a comment on a Facebook page. When I get slugged, I do slug back. That's, that's how it goes. I, I, I don't understand why you can just sit there and say, make up a scenario where I'm just ripping on people, uh, for the sake of ripping on them. Uh, you guys are here and I couldn't be happier because <laughs> a nicer bunch. I couldn't either of people and and biggest it's an echo chamber is what it is it's fans and i'm fans of you i mean there's stuff that that you guys do and and kate's here with us hate blacks it's now on the show 
Hate gays. So love Trump. Your old pal Eric couldn't could not resist of trying to take another shot. So this was let it go. Yeah. So they're accusing me of not letting it go yesterday. When last week John blistered me on his show today. Let me just pump pump this up because his audio was (laughs) shit, but let's try it here. My audio's fine. And again, I well, it's probably my fault too. I think so. Uh, somebody suggested to me, EZ, who is blocked from the show right now? <laughs> I talked to you about, I am open to the Zaniacs bending the knee, the former Zaniacs. <laughs> I would do that uh, because the word on the street is that they are uh, Lisa Kronz with her fucking uh, helmet haircut writes, boo loser, considering so... This couldn't have worked better. Yesterday's ridiculousness by me, they have now picked it up and they're going to completely uh, talk about it here, which fucking reel it in, baby. Reel it in. You know, a troll is, is two things. Lives under a bridge and does troll-like things. It's also trolling the line in the water. And holy shit, they are playing my show to the 187 followers of the Boomer Bunker. Uh, coming back to the show. Liar. <laughs> Nobody's. Uh, Nick says Eric's here too. He just isn't commenting. Um, no, I wasn't there. I, I watched it after. But Nick, do you still forgive me? Wait a minute. Nick is, is a t- on the attack. I guess he doesn't forgive me anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh! <laughs> Nobody's considering coming back. Nobody that you no. torched on your soon-to-be published list wants to come back. I know! You want to tell your other fans that... Okay, again, John's now just speaking from emotion. He's worn out his intelligence. He doesn't understand what I'm doing here. And John bought it, hook, line, and sinker. And I'm just so happy. Thank you, John. He's such he has such a great show that they need to come back. Uh, to be honest with you, the chat no was one. the best part of the show. <laughs> All right. So you, you you get where John's coming from with that comment. Yeah. And you guys aren't in there anymore. Now the chat was the best part of the show. You know, where fucking Adam is typing out song lyrics. Yeah, that was great. Everybody misses that. Now, we also have that skunk-headed bitch Stevie in there who stirs up trouble. <laughs> I mean, my God. Talk about having somebody's nose up somebody's ass. Gee. John just said, in the presence of a woman who has a white stripe through her dark hair, Stevie, that skunk-headed bitch. God damn it. And this all, I called Stevie before the show. That's that's the person he died. I go, hey, John calls you a skunk-headed bitch. I just, I didn't want you to be shocked and then not be able to enjoy the rest of the show. I'm just calling you to let you know that. Stevie is in the dark, hand to God, as to why they don't like her anymore. Because again, she reached out to Jessica uh, about getting together with them because she knew that they were coming to town. And that she hung up on her. 
Jesus Christ, if Eric ever stopped fast, she'd break she'd break a cheekbone. <laughs> what? God, we're really seeing the limits on the wit of these two. (laughs) That being said. Courtesy laugh from Kate. Yes. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, there's quite a few folks I'm a a little disappointed in. So whatever. Who, Kate? Spread the news. I'd love to hear. Who are you quite disappointed in and and why? I mean, if we're being honest here, we're talking about honesty. I mean, you guys all think I'm a liar. I mean, you know, like I said, I got the cream of the crop is here. Oh, 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 yes. And uh, listen. Yes, you do. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I loved every morning waking up and for the first 15 minutes of the show, hearing how he went and took his brother-in-law in in the shower Mm. and violated him in his back door with some kind of cleaning product and some kind of scrub brush. Uh, He has a, he's disabled and I had to bathe him. I mean, really getting in there. And and I would tell stories about what I had to do. By the way, he is uh, fully taking his own showers now. Thank you. I'm sorry, Bob. I still have to uh, um, take care of his feet, though, with the the cheese grater thing. That's a regular thing. And put uh, cream on his feet because he can't reach them. His hands don't work. Yeah, so Bob's suggesting that me bathing my brother-in-law is I was sticking something up his asshole. What was that? I believe it was Comet. Ah, <laughs> okay, Bob. God damn it! Stop. And and the sunglasses, Bob. You are not like young. You're like my age, but he actually has to put on a costume to do this show. The sunglasses, the backwards hat. The he's like a wannabe fucking member of Pantera or something. <laughs> yes, could have been. Yes, I mean you know every morning. I mean, oh my goodness. So, I mean, you know, you miss that sometimes. By the way, the NFK stories are some of the best, but John's being facetious and is ripping me. Okay. So. <laughs> nice. But uh, I just saw uh, that. Good one, Mr. D. Yeah. Nice. Good Daddy one. to a new meaning. Good joke. Absolutely. So, okay. So here he goes. So there was a list, Bob. There's a list. Uh-oh. I would only do that if they begged forgiveness. <laughs> Eric. You should beg for for, you should beg for forgiveness. Yes. You should go over and beg to the people that supported you financially. Give it. Supported you in everything you did. Went to all your events. Went to all the things that you had. Supported by Nick. Mm -hmm. Buying subscriptions for people that didn't have them. Thousands of dollars he did. And now (laughs) that's all gone. And tell me that doesn't hurt. I know it hurts. It hurt then. I didn't, I didn't, uh, it was tough at first, but it's worked out. It was a year ago. I'm over it. And, um, you guys are not because you're making scarecrows of me at your MAGA parties. All right. That's what you're doing. You did that and you posted it publicly and it got out and it got back to me and I sat on it and I didn't even want to bring it up, but now you won't leave it alone. So unfortunately for you, despite it's me against all of you, you're outnumbered. You have no hope here. This is something you can't win. There's literally nothing you can do. So congrats. And you're, you're, you're actually falling for the trap that I had hopes that you would fall for yesterday. Of course, they're not going to bend the knee. Of course, I wasn't talking to anyone. 
I threw that in for one minute on a two-hour show, and he made it the thing that he opened up his show with yesterday. Fuck yes! Jackpot! Scoreboard! It's got to hurt you, because this is how you make your living now. You should bend a knee, come over, and apologize to each and every one. You should make a cameo to each and everybody on this list. Apologizing Good one. Good one. for the shit you did. Uh-huh. This is your fault. Okay, I'll do one if you do one. <laughs> you handled- We can trade cameos. Then you handled this horribly. This could have been avoided if he wasn't such a douchebag and did what you did to Dean. If you wouldn't have done that- Wait a minute. Do you mean Dean, the sexual predator? The guy who you called a sexual predator? I, I, I don't think Dean is a sexual predator. Uh, I, I, that, those words have not crossed my list. lips. List. Across yours, Dean should sue you for suggesting on your show that you think he's a sexual predator. And if you would have just said, okay, I'm going to take a joke or whatever, and then not only that, but then you get caught in lie after lie after lie. Oh, I called- okay, now this actually annoyed me. I, I have never lied to anyone except for yesterday when I was talking about how I want them to bend the knee. That was a lie. 911. No, you didn't. You called later. That's not true. Uh, there wasn't a police report. Oh, yes, there was. So it's just lie after lie and bullshit after bullshit. Wasn't a, I don't know what the fuck he means. But in fact, frankly, I don't even remember. Even if I did, who cares? Shit. So you, you should go and apologize to every one of them. Okay, uh, uh, that be, would mean I would have, hey, I am apologizing at the time that you think I called. Okay, so what other lies are there? Break it down. That's what you should do. And I don't think they'd come back. I know I know no. one person that would. Melissa. Yeah, she has, that is a cute picture of her, by the way. She is uh, very cute. Still wouldn't go back, she says. Um, this is one of those people who, I have never said or done anything to her, as far as I can remember. Now, if she provided an example and I hit my memory, I'd go, oh, yeah, you're right. But she was part of that. They all collectively didn't like my reaction to Dean, the guy that John says is a sexual predator. So they jumped ship and sided with Dean. That's why she left. Wouldn't come back. Still wouldn't go back. Melissa says, still wouldn't go back. That's right. So. Um, Pellerito is referencing um, Derek Chauvin, the guy who killed George Floyd with, I'll bend him the knee of Eric. That is referencing, they have a bit on either this podcast or another podcast. And they say that um, if someone does something like a black guy gets pulled over, they will say, yeah, give him the knee of Derek. Um, Derek Chauvin, the guy who put the knee on George Floyd. So that's what Mike is suggesting. That bit. He's, okay. We haven't got to the list yet. I'm sorry. Here you go. What do you think, Dean? Dean writes, no fucking way. Kalka. Oh. They all believe it. They believe that I actually want them to come back. Fantastic. Nick Stewart, Dean Root. Lisa Krantz, Kate Creer, Mike Pellerito, <laughs> Craig, Dennis Goble, Melinda Sordelay, Andrea, Jason, 
Another account. The key to being successful to this is keeping a straight face. By Nick Stewart. Another account by Nick Stewart. <laughs> That's my favorite right there. <laughs> nice, Nick. Another. Yet another. another. All those accounts I'm referencing, those were the ones that he would make after I would ban him. And then he would uh, say horrible things to me. So I'd ban him again and ban him again. And then I am not making this up. At about that same time, his wife left him. And then suddenly I didn't hear from Nick anymore because he had, she started posting pictures of her with some dude named Rusty. Now, you know, you're pretty much a shitty husband. If the wife is now living with a guy named Rusty. Motherfucker. So I didn't hear from Nick anymore after that. Nick was the same guy who during one of the battles, um, I busted out a joke about his wife's fucked up teeth and they are, they're a disaster. Oh my God. It's like she eats nails. And, uh, I never forget. He, he came over my house once another unannounced visit and, uh, knocks on the door and I go, Hey, come on in. And then I almost threw up when the old lady goes, ah, and I see, it looks like fucking, uh, there's a new movie out, uh, a sequel to the Amityville or the, uh, the exorcist. The, the, the two kids possessed by the devil had better teeth than this chick. It was so fucked up. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, Amanda says, Eric. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you that background to illustrate this point because Nick was so pissed off about me ripping her, and then he starts ripping her a new one because she started banging a guy named Rusty. Was absolutely incredible. Uh, Kenny adds, "I have never understood the importance of what time Eric called the cops. I've never, I've also never understood all the rousing support for Dean. I like a lot of those people from our previous times together and everything, but I've only barely tolerated Dean for a long time now." I personally wouldn't side with Dean over Eric like ever. If any of them chose to hate me because of that, then oh well. You mean the guy that John Jamingo said was a sexual predator and is creepy? His words, not mine. Um, all right. So, um, that's why. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting off track. That's why Dean or Nick made all of those accounts. So that he could say terrible things to me over and over and over again. Another one. And another one. <laughs> and another Jesus. One. I, okay. Rob nice Payne, one. Adam Knapp, Doug Lemon. All members of the fucking Tooth Brigade, by the way. You're all on the list. Oh, yeah. No. You're all on the Boomer oh. Bunker All Star list. That's what yes. you're on. You're <laughs> correct. Correct. You guys are all on the best fans a podcast could have. Absolutely. Yes. And I thank you so much for keeping them occupied. Oh, you mean we're not trash? We're not white trash? Absolutely not. We're any trash? Oh, boy. Shelly Kaner. Oh, more. I'm sorry. Scott Thalen. Jason Thierry. The Boomer Bunker podcast. Boomer Bob. JM Synthetics, Jason Mays. Another guy that's in here. I, I, I turned on Jason when on this show. Jason sent me a long email when the fights were starting. And it was, I am neutral. I am not picking a side. Okay. 
I did notice that he dropped his Patreon. I go, well, that actually makes sense because he doesn't want to take a side. I understand. Then he started making comments about your old pal. I see everything. EZ on here, which I ignored, but banned him. Sorry, buddy. And he's got a little bit of a Saranac vibe to him, so you know where he stands. Every week, coming in here, giving us content. Appreciate Jason. You know, just just great people. Sexy voice, Andrea's mother, Marsha. She's a real catch. You must ask forgiveness. John and Jennison, you must bend the knee. (laughs) Marlene. How ridiculous is that? You must bend the knee. This guy, this Josh Robert NH, he's been in here recently enjoying the show. Uh, He says, guilty. I still listen to both shows, but I'm a child of divorce, so I'm used to my parents fighting. He made another comment later, which I blocked him. He can't watch the show on Twitter, on Twitch anymore, because he said, the show is just Kenny and talking about his brother-in-law. And it's like, you know what? I don't think I need you anymore. Hit the road. Uh, it, welcome to the Boomer Bunker, because that's your show exclusively now. Shepard. That is it. That group, I'm sure there's more. Group picture. <laughs> oh, I got a group picture for you, buddy. That was the one where everybody was shooting on the <laughs> finger? Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're like, well, we can't get together. Well, you're going to have to. We did. And the knee video of you begging for forgiveness. And uh, Kate goes, we did. No, of course, I know that. A I dead will body. Yeah. No, I, I, I will. I will forgive you if you beg forgiveness. Sure. He Aaron was. says, I guess that is why subscriptions are not being bought randomly for strangers anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All the people that f- supported you financially, you chased away. I chased some away. A few. You dumb fucking moron. Whatever. <laughs> you had to cancel cable when everybody fucking left his shit. Huh? Bob! Out of the blue, Bob! With another bomb! Oh, oh no! I bet you had to cancel cable! Oh, you gotta stop, Bob. Crazy. Uh, uh, Amy says, do you trust those guys to add them back? I wouldn't if I was you. These are Please. fucking deviant geniuses. I would never trust any of these. You got half of that right. Again, we would not. destroy him, but we wouldn't go back. And you know what, Eric? At the end of the, of the day. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> Spit it out, Bob. Except when you need to eat and pay some college bills. Yeah. Okay. They're suggesting that the dozen or so that left the show. Okay. Even if they all gave me $10 a month. It's $120 a month. Okay, I'm going to be okay. All right? Then well, you got it. I have a real job for that. Yeah, well. Bob, uh, she says, you lose all your money, and, and Bob says, I have a real job for that. So Bob is suggesting that whatever he does for a living, which half of it is going to go to his wife uh, now, is that that is a real job. But me... Doing this is not actually a real job. Okay. All right. I'm just going to sit here, drink my coffee on my 10 acres up north after driving up here in my motor home and then go back to my home that has a beautiful in-ground pool with a hot tub and about 4,500 square feet and be thankful that I don't have a real job. 
only if they beg forgiveness. I don't mean to brag, but we do fucking great. Rick says, which ones are rumored to want to come back? I cannot reveal that, Rick. Come on now. None. There's nobody correct. outreach to him. Correct. Yeah, that's why I can't, because there's nobody on the list. Oh, hold on. Let me get the list that wants to come back. Like sheet of paper. Nope. Yeah, they, they're correct, but they've also fallen for the easiest trick in the book. Nobody wants to come back. Do you so envision here, him I, like having a scroll? He just unrolls the scroll and just rolls it back up and tucks it away. Uh, you think Lisa hey, wants to come Lisa back? Lisa Hold says, on. fuck, fuck off, douchebag. Douche oh, Some no. I'm not sure where you stand on that. <laughs> Nick says, none of them. Nick, yeah. none of them. Wait a minute, Nick. You sent me a forgiveness letter, Nick. Hero zip. And then you, you were talking about Bible study, Nick. You see, you guys got to understand, these things come back to haunt you. Zilch, nada. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a no. bunch of people. Uh, at his Adam loss. Says, Frankly, his I've loss. I've been on worse list by better animals. <laughs> there you go. You're not wrong, Adam. Well said. So, here, here we go. You know, the other day. I'm not. I was on the uh, Jimmy's Ice Block Delivery uh, Twitter. Okay, time out. And I noticed. Bob is. I got to back this up and it's hard for me to do that. Okay. Uh, we've already heard some real zingers from Bob. He's going to try it again. They don't get it. They don't get the joke. He's attempting to rip on me because I have a lot of sponsors that are local. Um, yeah. Okay. So, all right, a little more on that, my thoughts on that. But he's insulting me because I have uh, local businesses that pay me money to be on the show. But what he's saying, they don't get what he means by Jimmy's ice block. At his Adam loss. Says, Frankly, his I've loss. been on worse list by better animals. There you go. You're not wrong, Adam. That's not a joke. Well said. So, here we go. You know, the other day. I'm not. Here we go. Here we go. I was on. The uh, Jimmy's Ice Block Delivery uh, Twitter, and I noticed that he had like two comments on every post. Okay, no, they don't know what he means. He's looking at something called Jimmy's Ice Block, and it has two posts, and they are confused. I was confused until he spoke more. So, look at that look on John. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, okay, he's not. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Bob. This guy cannot get out of his own way. You know, if they keep this up, we might have to add another show to the plate on Patreon called Who Are These Boomer Bunkers? For Bob alone. Oh, my God. He doesn't have as big of a following. Oh, as Eric, it. you mean Eric's posts? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. And yes, that was also know. like a throw because every time he gives out anything to do with his, you know, uh, Facebook or his Twitter or his email, even it's the, you know, Jimmy's lawn service, Twitter or the, uh -huh. you know, Bubba's spit it out, Bob. Come on, big guy. Bring it home. Bring it home. Fucking, uh, you know, roofing yep. email. Yeah. Yes. Like just, just give us your fucking, you don't have to put a brand name on everything. Correct. But they pay me a lot. And, you know, uh, my wife and I do fun things with those, with that money. Kind of like your wife is going to do fun things 
with the $20,000 you make a year, Bob. He has That's to. He's more. desperate for sponsors. you got to shove oh, them everywhere. What did you get for that? A nickel? <laughs> Fuck yes. Mike says, my video. He is insanely jealous, Bob. That is pure jealousy there. What'd you get for him? A nickel? <laughs> oh, God. I'm losing my shit over Bob. He is uh, he is stealing the show, in my opinion, here. You know, I'm working on from the weekend. We'll show how many of us want to come back. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, my. So, That'll courtesy be a laugh. Courtesy no. laugh. So, and courtesy you would think laugh. that maybe the lying would stop, but no. Yeah. Going to do just... that. I even love my enemies, and I pray for them. Bullshit. I, I praise we all love die. love my enemies so much. You're right. I want fuck nothing you. for them. She goes, fuck you. But to be happy. Well, they are. They're over <laughs> here are now. We are totally happy not Good. seeing They're you happy. Good. They're happy. I know. They're I know. I know. They're, they're here with a show that appreciates uh -huh. them. That they hangs out it. with them. I know. Yeah. They can handle it. Yes. There you, we, hey, we found something we agree on. You go, Aram says that. they could ask for forgiveness. At, by the way, I am doing a full-on ask me anything when I am done murdering these people. So get your questions ready. If you wrote one earlier and I missed it, you're going to have to write it again. This is so much fun. I am so happy at the annual Zaniac reunion in Michigan. I don't know what that is, and I Such doubt that that liar. is even a thing. Kate, you are correct. I was absolutely lying there. He is liar. such a liar. He Stevie says the former Zaniacs were all in town last weekend. Looks like they hung out at liar. a place. That's hilarious. And I know that that's not true. Liar. He totally knows that's true. I just showed you the video. So it, they know I'm lying, but they're talking about it. Oh, God. Craig Danitz of Clearwater, Florida, who has a yellow house, is pulling his hair out. What Harry has left, he is like, you idiots. I told you not to do that. Thank you. For the two hours. I just showed the video of them all there last week. He knows it's not true. Of course. So, He's Eric. He loves there it. you go. You wanted some content for the rest of the week. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can You're start welcome. Your little... Thank you. Pal. you were, yeah, I, I know. I know. Talking about us. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here he comes. Bob's getting ready for a joke. Are you ready? Shut your fucking fat mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh, here you go. Here you go. Josh, right. Josh said this. It's Josh, this is why I banned this Josh, Robert, NH. It's content. If you take out Zaniacs, Kenny, Freebird, and Hot Wings, and taking care of his brother-in-law's showers, he's got like 25 minutes a day. So he's hate listening. So I was like, I saw that. I go, well, you can't participate anymore. If you're going to do the old double agent thing and I find out about it, fuck you. It's content. If you take out Zaniacs, Kenny, Free Bear and Hot Wings, and taking care of his brother-in-law's showers. This is the first time I've talked about the Zaniacs in one year. Other than the occasional reference where you hear or the joke time and again, uh, which would be like a fleeting moment on the show, which I mean, that's how jokes work. Um, yeah, who gives a fuck? So Josh can fuck off. He's got like 25 minutes a day. Except on Wednesdays. Okay. He's got like 25 minutes a day. John says, or uh, Bob says, except on Wednesdays. They're going to reference my father here. This is going to make you upset. Oh, yeah. And he's got his poor dad. 
I'm not going to talk about his dad. No, of course not. Right. Poor so, man. He's just using him. Lisa says, yep. Kate just said, I'm using my father. She's probably going to regret that. Um, because I've talked to you many times about how with the dementia, that is the one thing that never slips his mind. When I call him the night before, he says, are we doing my show tomorrow? And of course, you know, yeah, dad, we sure are. Okay, I can't wait. And he always expresses how much he loves doing that. So um, with a dementia patient especially, it's very important to have a, some uh, structure or routine. And so that's one of the things that's uh, a pillar of his week that it's become. It started out as just a silly thing, but now it's, and it still is, and it's fun, but it's very, very important to my father. Now, I would give Kate a honest-to-God pass because she's so angry that she'll say anything to um, put me in my place, but she doesn't have the horses. So when she goes that low, I would like to think that that's just a moment of weakness. I actually would give her a pass because these people don't have anything, okay? That's where they have to go. Hashtag truth. Hashtag truth. I'm, you hear that, guys? I'm using my father, my 90-year-old dementia patient father. Josh, you got to come to the next one. All Let's right, see. everybody. So that's enough about the, the Zaniacs. And, and welcome back, Kate. And Thank uh, you. There's a lot of... John's going to go, welcome back, Kate, you skunkhead bitch. I cannot believe you referred to Stevie like that. Who I think there might have been one point in time, and I'm open on the AMA now. Ask me anything. Uh, uh, Stevie had um, dark hair with a uh, with a white stripe, but I think he, uh, that's a regular thing for her to uh, switch it up. Uh, Ryan says we have to help Big Fraud Zane steal cable somehow. Fucking Ashley, you idiot! She says why he's rich. Uh, I wouldn't say rich, but I'm fine. Uh, I, I do very well doing the podcast, and I and I'm I, I thank you for being part of it. But for all of you that listen, this is our relationship, give and take. You give me a few bucks here and there if you're on Patreon or you support my sponsors, and I do the show. That's it. The problem with a mixed bag of people like that, uh, some, uh you know, wanted to sink their claws into it. Pellerito, I was, I was a little nervous the day I got fired in February of 2016 when I was walking on the ice, and I should have known. My instinct told me, that's weird. I walked into the penalty box to go where I sit, and he was holding a sign offering me support. But he was crying. That is... Remarkable and off-putting. It's too much. And I think that there's uh, a wire crossed somewhere in there that led him down that road. And then the multiple uh, uh, making things for the show felt a part of it. And I'll tell you a little story about uh, about Pellerito. Um, there was a moment on BBL when... They took, uh, I was on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
And at one point, and we, they got a lot of blowback because Dan Patrick started at 9 a.m. And so I, um, they put me on. And then they got so much hate, they eventually ended my show at 9 a.m. I think I said that right. So Patrick now is back on at 9 a.m. My show only goes from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pellerito, without consulting me, um, is downtown for his job. And he has a dress shirt on and a tie. And he um, went to the front desk of the radio station on the fourth floor. Programming is on the fifth floor. And said, hello, I'm here to see Dave Jackanette for a meeting. And... He looked the part, so the person at the front desk said, oh, um, okay, um, right this way. Pellerito goes up to programming, and the person at the front desk says, wait here in the green room, and I'll get Dave. This is right before Jack Annette's show on the AM station. He's the program director. The person at the front desk thought that Pellerito was a guest on his show. That's why she let him up. So now Pellerito is in my place of employment. And he is going to stress the importance to Dave Jackanette to put me back on the air till 10 a.m. That's the level of the cringe that I'm talking about. That For a long time, I had to navigate, like, am I doing the right thing by being involved with this? And I struggled with that for a long time because there was a lot of good that came out of that, but I think it came with a cost. I think the ownership, the entitlement that those people felt um, resonated on a level that went so far beyond anything that I had planned for that when... They started to take the liberties that they took. As John Jamingo said, uh, he thinks that Dean is a sexual predator. They started to really lean into all of that, and it was too much. So Pellerito is waiting there, and my boss goes, hey, uh," he sees him in the green room. He goes, how can I help you? And he goes, "Uh," and he identifies himself, explains why he's there, and Jack Annette's draw jobs. Uh, jaw drops. I said, draw his jaw drops. He goes, you got to get out of here. This is not your place. If my boss, which was Lori finds out that you're here doing this, everybody's fucked. Get out. He threw him out. (laughs) So then I'm in my studio and then Jack and Ed comes in. He goes, you won't believe what just happened. I go, what? And he breaks it down for him like, uh, holy shit. Ryan says you should have sicked big old womanizer Cartwright on him. I don't think, no, that would, come on now. Florida man 814 says that is so fucking bizarre. Stevie says, oh, wow, super stocky behavior. Ryan says it's insanity. Maureen says, good Lord, that's crazy. They don't think so. These people think that that's okay. Um, Let's see. 
Maureen said to Stevie, Stevie, Kate said Eric is using his father. I'll bet you she regrets that. She can't even, she can't even believe that. Uh, Ryan says, I make more money on Cameo doing my Big Fraud Zane impression than Big Fraud Zane makes wishing people a happy birthday. Look, if you, by the way, if you do that, even if you put on a, a, a remotely, um, a reasonably accurate Trump um, wig and put on a red coat with a red tie, I think you could you could make some uh, some money on that. And if you want me to publicize it, I am your guy. You you could make some money on that. I'm fairly certain. Um, at least fifty bucks a pop. It's fucking that good. Ryan busts John about or Bob about is you can't be rich if you're paying for cable. Uh, Chris says it's such horseshit. Everyone knows how much your dad means to you, and this show is important to him. Florida man referred to Kate as a see you next Tuesday. Savage sack lunch says, okay, swatting Kate now. Florida says uh, she wasn't going to say anything. And then she said something. You see, Kate's not, she doesn't do this for a living. So she doesn't have a lot to say. So it's the first thing that pops into her head. However, despite that, she's still better than uh, fucking Bob. Bob, uh, Sir Bob says he's uh, probably just mad. He can't get that Planet Fitness sponsorship. All right. If Eric's trash is their treasure, more power to them, Tyler writes. Ashley says, Jesus, quote, praise we all die. Chill, girl. No, I don't. I don't. I don't pray that they die, but since they're on the list... When I'm laying in bed, I fantasize about ways that, uh, you know, I can like beat them up. That's what makes me go to sleep at night. Didn't Andrea used to show up at the radio station too? Yes. And then, yeah, I don't know what the fuck she does. I think she's a janitor or something like that. And, um, she, uh, part of her work is, at least she was, I don't know if she still is, is uh, she goes into like businesses and sprays like fucking glade in the air and says it like kills all the bacteria. And so she's like, yeah, uh, I'm going to come in there and uh, glade your home. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. She's like, yeah, we're going to keep it from getting COVID. You got to eat this ivermectin. I'm going to spray the inside of your house. It's like, ah, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Everyone wants to fucking come over my house. All right. Are there any questions? I feel I've covered it. Uh, Stevie says, no, she works in a dispensary now, I believe. Ooh, okay. All right. That fits. She likes to partake. I know that. Um, if you have any questions, send them along on the chat. Right now. And with a little luck, little luck, this will now continue. You see, now it's out there. Um, I let them punch themselves out. I've made my comments on what they said. 
I've admitted to some of the things they accuse me of and denied others. Perfectly, I might add. With style, grace, and eloquence. And we got to see Boomer Bob bust out some side splitters and open the door for a potential new show. Now, honestly, I don't know how I can get it done because right now we're sitting on who are these Zanes? Who are these Justins? Who are these Freebeers? Who are these Ottawa County fascists? Not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Um, They don't even have to talk about me. I could listen to the, I could watch the Boomer Bunker, uh, excuse me, Boomer Bunker clip that show just for Bob. We could call it Bob's Joke Corner. At the very least, clip Bob's jokes and insert them here. You should ask the former president if he'd co-host with you, Ryan writes. Well, how do, yeah, I, I, I might. When do we hear them listening to you? Listen, listen to them. It's pizza. Pizza! There was a moment in time. Get this. Remember how John said that Dean was a um, uh, sexual deviant? Not my words, his words. When Linda and Maureen were just starting to get used to this show, um, Dean was still in the in the fold, and he um, wanted to, the story goes, and I'll have to get the exact words from Linda, but he was talking with uh, Linda and Maureen, you know, in a, in, a, in a friendly way, and out of the blue, Dean's idea, quote-unquote idea, Quote, for the show, when we were uh, doing a uh, Zoom, because sometimes we do the show like uh, we play trivia or something like that, or maybe on the Ben and Eric uh, podcast, we're live on Zoom and you can see all the audience members. Dean's idea, he reached out to Maureen about this. He goes, hey, give me Linda's address. And when she's live on the show, I'll sneak into her home and be behind her while she's on Zoom on the show. Linda, confirm or deny. Linda says he sent the idea only to Maureen to surprise me. Maureen says I was I was new to the show. Linda was not. Dean called me to spring this on Linda. Quote, for the show. And you wonder why, you know, dude, you got to a boundary here that's why i said don't cross the line now they mock me for don't cross the line but i still feel that that was very warranted so you add up all these little dust-ups on dean and i'm like "Ooh, uh what do i do do i call the cops maybe now you might understand what i was thinking uh all right You know, and I wanted to talk about what happened to me on the ride up here. Wanted to talk about Sinead O'Connor being dead. I wanted to talk about this uh, family living off the grid. I wanted to talk about Hunter Biden. I wanted to talk about Jason Aldean. I wanted to talk about Toby Keith. These motherfuckers ruined it. But I hope you've enjoyed this. I know I have because this has been a meticulous, merciless takedown. One of the best of all time. You can't deny it. 
This was fun. It's been brought to you by. Yeah, he can't even. He can't. It's not even worth a nickel. <laughs> uh, thank you to Berlin Raceway. I'm giving away tickets on Facebook and Twitter, or no, Facebook right now. If you go to Facebook, the post underneath, uh, near the top, is uh, a Berlin Raceway ticket giveaway. Thank you to Berlin uh, for being a sponsor of the show Racing This Weekend. It's Hall of Fame night. They're inducting people into the Berlin Raceway Hall of Fame. Uh, the number one short track in all of the mist, uh, Midwest is Berlin Raceway. You got SRX there next Thursday. Uh, you can still get $75 pit passes there for SRX. And then a week from Wednesday is a battle for Berlin. Um, with uh, Chase Elliott, the most popular driver in NASCAR, is going to be there. Holy cow, get your tickets. BerlinRaceway.com. Tickets for Saturday, though, are just 14 bucks. You can get them at BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, you, uh, parking is free. 15 and under is free. What a bargain. It is the best value in entertainment uh, compared to any other van, uh, venue in West Michigan. And they have been packing them in. Fantastic summer nights at Berlin Raceway. Bring the fam. Uh, bring a cooler with all of your goodies. Soft drinks, no glass, no alcohol. Plenty to buy there at very affordable prices. And uh, they got ice cream. Ice cream. That's what EZ eats. Strawberry shortcut, uh, short cocks. Strawberry shortcakes, four bucks a pop at Berlin Raceway. Thank you. Uh, also included in that, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. That's uh, 231-332-6505. If you've ever wanted a mortgage, uh, reach out to my pals over at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All across the United States, that number is good for everyone. And uh, if you're in the market for a mortgage, like let's say you're going through a divorce. All right? And you make your living telling uh, side-splitting one-liners while wearing a costume to make you look like a rotting dimebag Daryl. But the wife leaves you. So now you have to split $20,000 50-50 with her. You have $10,000 to your name. You too could call and maybe get in on a 15-foot travel trailer in the middle of the woods. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Some of you get that joke. Some not. If you've been paying attention, you get that joke. It's just fucking mean. Uh, anyway, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, whatever it may be, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, you got to know, if I ever go after you, I'm never going to just call you an idiot. I'm going to I'm gonna do it two ways. I'm going to insult you and try to make somebody laugh at the same time. That's how it goes. You know, you got to uh, do more. What is that called? Work smarter, not harder. That's the idea there with your old pal Easy. Uh, poor Stevie says, I still don't know what I did. So none of those folks actually said, Hey, what the fuck? 
what happened there, Stevie? And like worked it out with her. They just like told her to fuck off, whatever she did. And she's not aware. Could you at least, could you fucking morons at least tell her to give her a reason why you're telling her to fuck off? I mean, at least I know why you're telling me to fuck off. Um, thank you, Boomer Bunker, um, for just uh, the fucking hook with a with the bait on it, and you just you're like a carp. You just consumed it. You swallowed it. I I didn't even expect it to go that fast. Absolutely fantastic, and I wasn't even sure it would. But when I heard that you were talking about me, I was like, oh boy, this could be the big one. And you did not let me down. I'm very appreciative. You should listen to Craig. You should absolutely listen to Craig. Danitz from Clearwater, Florida, living in a small yellow home. Asshole of the Day brought to you by TC Paintball. Maureen says, Jizmongo is the asshole of the day. I don't know. Ashley says, work fraudulently, not ethically. Ashley says, I'll swallow it. That's weird. Um, okay. I am going to, um, I, I don't know what to collectively call that group. I mean, I can't make them the asshole of the day because what they did about me, because I'm thankful for that. Um, so when I write boomer bunker, it's collectively for the attack on Stevie. Um, I'm sure she can handle it. I'm sure she's not hurt, but I mean, be a man and let her know, or a woman, and let her know what's up, for fuck's sake. So there you go. Uh, on behalf of Stevie, not your old pal, EZ, uh, the TC Paintball asshole of the day. Congratulations. But I love you. Uh, don't let that deter you from doing that again. Please, I'm begging you. Now that it's all out in the open, please keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my God. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's show, please email the Shoreliners Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Tim Mayer is the man who runs Shoreliners Striping. Retired American Hockey League official, made a name for himself. He's now consulting the league, uh, arguably the second best hockey league in the world, feeds the National Hockey League. I can't say enough about this gentleman. While building... um, while being an American Hockey League ref and rising the ranks, he built his own business where he has all the equipment and he stripes parking lots. So if you have a parking lot that needs to be striped, that's who you reach out to. Shorelinersstriping.com. It's all one word. Shorelinersstriping.com, obviously. Uh, he's fantastic. Some call him a unicorn because he's downright perfect. He's so rare, Tim Mayer. He's rare. Okay, and uh, he retired from uh, refing because he's making fat stacks, striping people's parking lots. He even went to the last Winter Olympics as the referee there. But I love him very much, and I'm very appreciative of his support, as I am all of these sponsors who, quote, keep me from getting a real job. All right. Ashley says, at Team Shoreliners with, like, hard, hard eyes. Hard eyes on Tim Mayer? That's weird. Do you even know Tim Mayer? You're going to make Tim Mayer blush if he sees that if any lady is going to make, if any lady gives Tim Mayer uh, hard eyes, 
You're going to make that guy blush. All right, folks, I appreciate you for joining me on this very special edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I didn't intend for it to be the whole fucking show, but it was it was too much. It was just too much. I couldn't rush through it. I had to take my time. Uh, enjoy your day. I got the Patreon. Plenty more there on Patreon. Sign up for free for seven days. Uh, find out what uh, Crazy Ashley's old boyfriend, who could be any old Joe's, disgusting kink was. That's Monday's Patreon. You must get the seven days free to check that out. Ashley, by the way, I've uh, gotten two people to sign up for the Patreon just for that story. All right. I'll talk to you on the uh, Patreon in a little bit. Get your free seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. And bye-bye.